Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And this is Dimity McDowell. And we are hanging with two uh, guest coaches, shall we say, Sarah? Yeah, because this is a special ad-free episode to discuss the exciting, exciting, so exciting, virtual running event series that we just opened up registration for. But we're also going to talk about themes that this program fosters and explores, such as teamwork, camaraderie, consistency, and so on. It's basically like the bedrock of AMR. So you'll be able, everyone will be able to gain something from it, I think. So yeah. yeah. And then, and there's a special offer for Ginzu Nyes for just $9.99. <laughs> so make sure to stay, stay tuned for that 1-800 number. <laughs> but actually, before we, before we get too far into things, uh, I wanted to introduce, of course, Jennifer Harrison and Elizabeth Waterstrat, two of the coaches in our Train Like a Mother Club, who are going to take the baton, so to speak, from Coach Jennifer Gill for our Love the Run You're With 2.0 series, which is um, going to happen this fall. And uh, like we said, registration opens. The program opens August 3rd. And um, Jen Gill has done an excellent job coaching our first round. We had almost a thousand athletes in there. And Mm -hmm. She answered every single question they had, I think. Um, so the bar is set high. Yeah, the gauntlet has been thrown. Oh my goodness. Yeah, exactly. Um, but welcome you two. Excited for you to have excited to have you guys on this podcast today. Thanks for having us. Same here. Cool. So um, we are switching up a couple things um, for 2.0, including the coaches um, from our original Love the Run You're With series, uh, which culminates later this month. Uh, we're changing the distances, we're changing the coaches, um, and we're even calling things, instead of races, we're calling them events because we want to, well, first of all, they are more like events, the way that they're set up, which you're going to hear in a minute, um, but we also want to just make it a very big community celebration. Everybody's welcome. You don't have to put on your racing flats and, um, you know, get down to racing weight and... and. Ooh, good. I'm very glad to hear that. Yes. Because you were you were gonna pull out your spikes from your from your cross country days. Oh, I, I could get some. I could buy some racing flats, but getting down to race and weight that that ain't happening with all the bacon I'm doing. So <laughs> you you and Matt Fitzgerald. Okay, all right. So what we're doing in the Love the Run 2.0 series, it's very much like the Love the Run um, one that's just ending. Uh, it's a 16 week program. It comes with comprehensive training that Jen and Liz are leading. Um, And we have four events. And what we're going to do in August, at the end of August, we're going to have a team relay. Uh, Really fun, really fun. I'm super excited for this one. Um, And you can either um, basically have teams of six and you can run at a level that feels very okay for you. So it's not, it's not a Ragnar like relay where you're going to be running through the night. Um, it's you're going to be going for either six hours or 12 hours total. So it'll all be during daylight. And and did we mention all of this is virtual? Like that none of this is in person. I yes. mean, everyone's doing it on their own. I just want to make that very clear because suddenly people are like, what? Well, we get together at the end of August for a uh, for relay. <laughs> no, there are no vans involved unless you want to, you know, park your minivan and run from that. But um, yeah, so these you are could all- hang out in it if you do. If you run twice, you could hang out in the minivan in between and kind of make and it- hang your bra out the, the window so it dries a little bit. Exactly, but we are going to have costume contests and some other kind of fun stuff. So you are going to feel very much like a team, even if mm-hmm. the way that you pass your virtual baton will be, you know, via text or mm-hmm. at the top of the hour. 
Mm-hmm. That's actually what it'll be. Um, and then in September, we're going to do one uh, weekend. And this is the closest thing that comes to a race. We're calling it Strong and Solo. Um, and you can either uh, race or run a 5K, a 10K, or a 10-mile. And again, this 16-week training plan has lots of options. And you can choose which distance works best for you. Um, at the end of October, we're going to stack it up, which is like a stacked stack race, up. stack it up like a set of pancakes. Oh, see, I want to have a song like stack it up, stack it up. Like I'm going to create a dance for that one. I think. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm excited that. to see how that debuts. Let us know, um, when that comes out go viral, uh, <laughs> stack it up weekend. Um, so you're going to race or run, um, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday over, uh, October 23rd to the 25th. Um, your, the options could be a mile, 5k, 10k. So that's kind of the easiest distance wise option or the, the more, the most challenging one is a 5k, 10k and 25k, which Mm. I think is kind of fun because when's the last time you ran a 25k? Yeah. Um, never. Never. All right. So it's in between. That's 15.5 miles for those of you. So that's in between a half marathon and a marathon. And then finally, the last event in the Love the Run You're With 2.0 series. That's kind of a lot to say. Um, It is. The Love the Run 2.0. In November, we're going to call it's called the Go Long event. And basically, it's um, modeled after the Yeti challenge, which was super popular. But again, because we want it to feel very inclusive and very um, accessible to people who are maybe not up for running five hours, you know, every, every five miles, five miles, every, every four hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> running for five hours. Anyway, the <laughs> idea is, is you could run a 5k or five mile distance every four hours. Um, and you can do that for eight hours total up to 24 hours total. So, you know, you're going to cover anywhere between a 10k to 30 miles in the go long weekend. So yes, that's yes, a lot. Words, but um, and and it's very understandable when you read it on the website. If I didn't make it super clear, yeah, yeah. It, it, mainly, it's just then there's so much that we're excited about that it's just kind of we really have to be like slow and be like, okay, here's what we're doing because my gosh, it just um, it's all just a whole lot of excitement. So. So as Dimity mentioned earlier on, you know, um, the vernacular, you know, kind of the language that we choose to speak about. So calling these events and weekend instead of calling it a race, you know, Coach Jen, talk to us about why the language we choose to speak about our training or about challenging efforts, why that matters. So, you know, like I said, calling these events instead of races, like how's the framework that we look at something, how can that affect our approach to it as participants? Yeah, I think that, that, you know, when you say something's an event, you take the pressure off of the the end game. I think sometimes when everything's a race and we get all worked up about our time or our PRs or all this other stuff, and there's just so much stuff going on right now. There's so much people under, you know, um, unprecedented times and stress and stuff like that. So when you say it's an event, you can, you can take that event any way you want to. You can have a ton of fun with it, grab your friends, do some relays, do some stuff that you wouldn't try before or do. And I think if it's a race, it, it comes with the, oh my goodness, I have to be so rigid and I have to have goals and stuff like that. So I think the event just makes it a lot more inclusive and a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. I agree. It kind of reminds me, if I'm, ta- if I'm thinking about it, like a century ride, right? Century rides are typically very fluid, right? Like you don't have to, not everybody starts in a Peloton at 7 a.m., right? You know, you basically like, 
you know, they encourage you to start by a certain time. And then you all roll through, you roll through the different um, aid stations, stop and have a peanut butter and jelly, a couple Oreos, <laughs> chat with the other cyclists, and then you keep going, right? Mm-hmm. And you're still doing something that's super impressive, right? Maybe you're doing 100K or maybe you're doing, you know, a metric century or a full century, which is 100 miles. Um, but it doesn't have that like, oh my gosh, what's my heart rate? How am I doing? You know, how fast am I going? Oh, I'm not meeting my goals. Now I'm bummed. You know, instead you're like, at the end of the day, look at what I just did, you know? And so with this, look at what I just did this weekend. I ran three races in a row. You know, I, I did this, you know, cool team relay challenge with women I didn't know. And now they're going to be like my best accountability buddies. Like, mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're talking about the best accountability buddies. I mean, we specifically made the relay first because we wanted people to bond and have friends and all that stuff because, you know, it, it can be so tough to find enthusiasm and motivation and, and um, you know, maybe you have some thoughts on that, Tim. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I, you know, I mean, I'm all, I'm all about being, bringing the honesty <laughs> to AMR. <laughs> I will say, you know, back in March, you know, April, maybe half of May or so, like I was gung ho. I'm like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to stick to a schedule. I'm going to keep training. But I feel like, you know, as the summer temps soared, as COVID is, you know, neither here nor there, we're not, you know, we're not making gains on it in some places. It's coming back in other places. Like, you know, we don't know when this is going to end. Right. And so, that motivation is hard sometimes to just be like, okay, because I don't have that event down the road. I don't know, you know, when is the next time that I will be, you know, racing or putting myself out on the line. I mean, I'm still doing things, right? I'm still like, you know, doing, I'm, I'm riding my bike along with the other love the run, you love the run you're with series, but it is challenging. Um, Liz, I want you to talk a little bit about how your athletes are doing both in the train like a mother club and i know you guys both co- coach a lot of individual athletes and kind of what the mood is what your take up give us give a sense of the temperature out there early july <laughs> i think athletes are are struggling and i think it's okay to struggle and i think sometimes we feel a little bit at a time like this selfish or awkward because we're struggling because of our hobby but um, I think we all got into endurance sports or this athletic lifestyle because we like to be active and we like achieving things. And right now there's no finish line. There's nothing out there that we can see that we're moving toward or you know, this, this sense of accomplishment. Of course, we all love the process and the journey, but it, it sure is nice to have that payoff when you cross the finish line. So I know that you know, in, in our coaching group, very much like what you've done, we've put together some challenges just just to give people a sense of purpose and camaraderie and just to celebrate the fact that we are healthy and fit enough to do this. And, and let's actually work toward achieving something, not necessarily a race, but like you said, an event or something to give us that little achievement boost that I think we all maybe are a little addicted to or, or enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and Liz, you wrote a recent essay comparing what it feels like now during this pandemic to being at mile 18 or 20 of a marathon in an Ironman. So yeah. since I'm the only one on this podcast episode who has not completed at least one Ironman, um, I can only imagine that analogy, but, but I get what you're, what you're getting at that we've come a long way, but the finish line is nowhere in sight. So could you elaborate on that notion for us, please? I think any of us who have been 
to mile 18 to 20 of an Ironman or, or a regular marathon even. It's that sense of, yes, I've gotten this far, but where's that finish line? I mean, it, at that point, it might as well be 100 miles away because no matter what kind of training you've done or what sort of mindset you have, it, it hurts at that point. Things start to hurt and ache and chafe and blister. Uh, and so it, it, it's, you're not really feeling like the finish line is there. And, and maybe that's how, how we're all feeling right now in the world. Like we know this will end, but we're not quite sure when. And, you know, every, just like in a race, every mile is a little different. There's some good miles, there's some bad miles. And I know that we're all having good days or bad days. Um, but I think the point, no matter what you're feeling or where you're at in the whole journey is just to keep moving forward. Exactly. Keep doing the basics, put one foot in front of the other. Don't think too bad. Don't think too much about how you're feeling and just proceed. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. Well, and a little like footnote to that is the good days as overall, I mean, the good days from, you know, early wake up to, you know, my bedtime at 845, <laughs> not just like the good days within a workout um, are when I work out, right? Like that's the days that I feel better when I feel most positive. And the bad days are the days when I decide mm, I'm going to be okay without it, right? Like, it's okay. I've, I've done enough this week, right? And I'm not, of course, we're not like, prop, you know, proposing that you go hard all the time. But, you know, something like this program or, or any training schedule just keeps you on task, right? It takes a decision away from you. And you just say, okay, that's what's on the schedule. That's what I'm going to do. See, see, I got to chime in that, that I, that it's good that we are, um, uh, different in so many ways, Tim, because I find that now that I'm not training for a race, I find it tough to take a rest day because I'm like, oh, is it special enough to have taken a rest day? And I find myself falling back into the habit of not giving my body the rest that it deserves. And so, yeah, there's, there's also that. I don't know if Coach Jen, you want to do a little a little uh, intervention with Sarah here? Well, you know what I was going to say, and I was trying to bite my lip the entire time. So thank you for letting me speak. <laughs> Sarah, didn't somebody just break, oh, I don't know, 90 minutes in a 10-miler um, like a week or two ago or something like that? Aren't you like flying through the training like a superstar? <laughs> yes, but, but to that end, then I'm like, oh, I'll, you know. I, um, I've been doing, I swam three times last week. Um, Ooh. you know, I, I, uh, went, yeah, I went on a bike ride instead of a run. I haven't added in any speed work or hills. Um, yeah. So, but still, I'm just like, oh, I really, you know, I haven't taken a rest day since that race. Cause I swam the next day and I'm like, oh, I, I should take tomorrow off and tomorrow's Wednesday, you know, 10 days after that thing. And I'm like, Oh, but, uh, uh, you know, so. Uh. But that's good. That's kind of what I think we have to kind of allow ourselves to do at this time is kind of go with the flow sometimes, mm. you know, like we all crave the normalcy. We all crave the structure. We crave discipline, but every so often, if you're not feeling it, it's okay to, to swim or it's okay to rollerblade. Yesterday when I was answering questions on many happy miles, people were asking about stand up paddleboarding and rollerblading and all that. And I'm like, absolutely do it now. You know, do whatever you, that makes you happy, that can still keep you moving. Because um, the worst thing that can happen is we go into complacency and then we wake up and it's December, we go into winter and then no one's, you know, I don't know. I just think it's easier just to stay 
somewhat fit during this time and mix it up and have some fun. Well, one of Liz's, one of the things I love to quote Liz on, and she's co- quoting, oh gosh, I'm going to, I think it's Einstein, right? An object that stays in motion. Oh, Newton, Newton, not Einstein. Newton. An object that's, that's in motion stays in motion. An object at rest stays at rest, right? So Liz, I love it when you, when you pull that one out. Yeah. Yeah, but don't ask me anything else about physics. And it's funny because my 10-year-old was saying something snarky to me this morning about physics, and I called him Newton. So that's that's about as far as my knowledge of that subject goes. (laughs) Maybe there's an apple. We could, you know, it it falls to the ground. That's that's the extent of my Newton knowledge. Um. (laughs) Uh, Well, and so, Jen, along those lines, and this is something when Sarah and I were talking about this podcast, because whenever I do get that you know, like, okay, maybe I'm just gonna like get on my yoga mat for, you know, 60 days or something like that, which would never happen to be to be clear. But, um, you know, sometimes, you know, I will go with what feels good. So I will do a yoga session instead of a bike or, you know, go take the dogs for a walk instead of doing strength. That's okay. Um, but the other thing is that I also feel like sometimes is that is that we all kind of need to view out or zoom out to a 30,000 foot perspective and remember all the work that we've put in and that, you know, like, you know, taking six months off just because that's how it feels like you should do it right now is, you know, but for no other reason is going to set you back. Right. And eventually races are going to open again. Like hopefully there will be a marathon season next fall. Hopefully Ragnar will be back. Hopefully triathlons will be back, all that stuff. And we kind of want to be, you know, not necessarily ready to do that event, but ready to train for it, right? Absolutely. I mean, you never regret being fit. You never regret putting fitness in the bank and getting stronger and more fit. That doesn't mean you need to go to the track and you know hammer out mile repeats at your PR pace or anything like that. If you feel like you want to do that, do it. You know, so I think people just need to stay fit. They need to have a purpose. And don't forget, don't forget, one of the things that is keeping myself, and I'm sure you guys too, and a lot of people listening, is that keeping my sanity during all this is the workouts. It's the only time I don't have my phone. It's the only time I don't have to, um, you know, try to parent our children or, you know, whatever, talk about, you know, because then the stress of all the kids stuff at home. Are they going to school? Are they going to college? I mean, all that is enough to make me not sleep either. So it's just easier to, to go do your workout, unplug, and give yourself that time. You deserve it. And no guilt. There, there just can't be guilt associated with it. Um, you know, hire the babysitter or whatever you're comfortable with or something like that. I've never regret. Looking back, my kids are 18. Looking back, I don't regret the time that I paid for babysitter so that I could go for an hour run. Never, never have I regretted that. So, you know, just do something for yourself and, and enjoy the, the quietness of your workout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Particularly at, when the weather, you know, at least if there's not mountains of snow or something like that. I mean, I just think if we all have to be living a very different life, a quarantine life, you know, at, at least now, at least we have a lot of hours of daylight to do it. In, you know. So, um, so Jen, you talked about rollerblading. I have to say I have a friend in San Francisco who dusted off her skates, um, you know, or you talked about paddleboarding. So let's talk about this being the time to try something new and circling back to the love series, you know, whether it's a stacked race, 
because, you know, like maybe people who are listening have been like, oh, I've always wanted to know what it would be like to, you know, do one of those Disney weekends with a race, you know, the Goofy Challenge or whatever. So this is their opportunity to do that or, a, you know, an eight-hour challenge, a 24-hour challenge, whatever it is. So could you talk about that, that this is, um, you know, oh, it's exciting. You get to do a whole bunch of different things. Sure, it is. You know, it's exciting because we all need to try new things. And sometimes we just need that little nudge and push to get out of our comfort zone. Um, we all like to do the same thing. We all like to run with the same people. We all like the same routes, but do something different. You know, let's say you've that goofy challenge has interested you all these years, but you didn't want to pay for the flight down. You didn't want to pay for the hotels. You didn't want to um, not sleep in your own bed. This is a great opportunity to save some money and do the goofy challenge event um with all of us and you know have some fun with it and i think when you look at the list of all the things that you guys can choose from just choose something that scares you a little bit not <laughs> not that keeps you up at night but just challenges you out of your comfort zone um and do something just really really you know really really fun oh, you yeah you were you were quoting dimity there always always got to be pushing yourself out of that comfort zone and do something that scares you a little bit yep yep well, yeah, and, and ours, it should be noted, the Love the Run series is um, uh, significantly less <laughs> than the Goofy Challenge and all the, you know, travel and hotel and food and everything that goes with it. You like, don't have to wake up as early. Yeah, you don't have to get on a bus at 2.30 is true. in the morning. It's true. Okay, so I'm just curious, Liz, um, how you're feeling about um, teamwork and camaraderie and and how it can be lacking in our isolated lives right now have you felt that yourself have you felt it with your athletes like you know going are you a group runner i don't know that enough i don't know enough about you to know if you go out in flocks or you prefer to to go by yourself um personally i'm i'm a, I'm a solo cat when i <laughs> when it comes to workouts except for swimming and i was able to get back with my group my people my lane friends, my lane husband, especially uh, back in early May. And, and I'll tell you what, when we first started swimming, the water was cold. We were all super out of shape, but it was just so much fun to go to this place where it was like my people and we all, you know, we were all there for the same reason and we were just supporting each other and just spending time with each other. So I do think that having that sense of community is really important. And right now, I mean, physically, we cannot get, get together with other people. So Virtual things like this are, are such a great boost. You know, a lot of us, like it or not, spend time on social media in between the little pockets of our day where we have the free time. So to know that you can connect with people, have that support of a group, the community, I just think it makes everything better. And, and it will really amplify the, the fun of this whole experience. And then, you know, you have memories that you make with people and you can say, hey, remember when we did that crazy thing? And who knows, you know, a year from now, you might all be doing a, a, a Ragnar together or going on a retreat together. Mm -hmm. I know, the real thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, Liz, you had the great idea. So in the first in the first round, we just put together three teams in the way that the, uh, Team A, Team M, and Team R. And the, and the teams basically are three different training tracks, right? So, you know, we had kind of a beginning training track, one that was just for... Um, for running, you know, just being consistent with your running, there was one that for people who wanted to race. Um, and this, in this round, um, because we really want to keep it fun, keep it in and feel like everybody's invited. Um, you had the idea of naming the teams like in it for fun. So that's the first one, right? And so that's the one that's going to come in and be consistent and be, 
you know, just a great a teammate, a good cheerleader, and still their running is not going to suffer. They're going to be nice and consistent, but they're not going to, um, you know, have to go out on crazy long runs on the weekends. Um, and we've got team keeping my options open, which is the <laughs> that um, is going to basically the, the last two events that, that October stacked race in the November go long weekend um, is uh, a way to is the opportunity to, to do those two things, right? And so if you want to go the distance, but you're not sure if you want to do that, you can keep your options open by taking that middle team. And then finally, the one that's definitely going the distance, which is the one that's like, yeah, I'm I'm in for, you know, AMR's version of the Yeti challenge. I'm going to I'm going to do it up and run 30 hours, 30 miles. I keep saying that 30 miles in 24 hours. So um, I like that, 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 you know, again, that whole idea of teamwork, community, camaraderie, because, you know, there's, seven lanes in the pool, eight lanes in a pool, but you're all on the same team and doing versions of the same workout, right? So we'll all find a lane husband or a lane wife or something. Yeah. <laughs> and this, is, this is great. It gives you the opportunity, like you do you. You know, if, if you're super competitive and you want to chase after a PR, you go do that. If, if you just want to show up with the minimal amount of work in your body and see how it goes just to have fun and I don't know, drink a glass of wine afterwards. You do that too. And there's no right or wrong way to do it. And and the bottom line is everyone doing this, no matter which track you choose, you're all athletes. You're all, you know, you're all runners. So that's the beauty of it. You get to do it your way. All right. So and since um, it's rare that I get the two of you coaches in front of me, I want um, you to talk about the extras that go into a training program, whether it's the love program or um, any other good training program, like all the ones that are in the train, like a mother club, for instance. Um, so there's form runs and strength. So um, let's start with you, Coach Liz. Take your pick what you want to talk about, um, either form runs or strength and kind of the benefits that they give, why it's important to do these, even when you might groan a little bit um, when you see them on the training on a training plan. So the form runs, I'll take that one. You know, these are runs where there's some drills inserted or just a form focus. And the reason we work on our form is because it makes us more economical um, and it makes us run faster on less energy. It's basically free speed. Who does not like free speed? You don't have to work too hard for it. It's not like you have to sprint or give a hard interval effort. And you're just being really mindful about your form and how your body is moving and maybe your your foot speed. Uh, and, and it's not that you're going to magically have better form overnight, but in doing this consistently, you might find that your cadence goes up a little bit, which I think for most runners out there is, is a good thing. Or you might find that all of a sudden you can go faster at a lower effort because your body is better able to coordinate that movement. So the form runs, they seem insignificant, but I think when they add up over the, the course of three to four months here, you, you might see some nice gains by sticking to them. And I have to say, it's truly magic the way they work. I mean, I realize there is science behind it, but I don't understand the science, so I'm not going to deal with that. But I mean, I'm living proof. I mean, I, gosh, it's amazing how much, um, you know, form runs are part of the heart rate training program, which I just followed. And I mean, my pace to, to my, or sorry, my cadence, my steps per minute. I mean, it was amazing. Like it used to come back and only rarely it changes color on, um, on the tracking system that I have. And it would be rare that I got into the recommended, you know, cadence. And now I come back, I'm like, look, the whole runs that color. Oh my gosh. So it's uh, very exciting and very effective. 
So, okay, Coach Jen, that means you're up to talk about why strength is important. Yeah, so I think one of the things that happens when we get super busy and we start doing all the workouts and the running is the first thing that goes is, right, the strength on the training plan. Um, because one, it's one of those things where, you know, you don't necessarily sweat sometimes. You're like, oh, I got to go downstairs in the basement or in my master bedroom next to my bed, watching my son on the floor play with his game. So it's kind of, it tends to be a little bit kind of intrusive, but let me tell you something, there is nothing more important, you know, than your sport. And then obviously the nutrition piece, which we're not talking about now, and then obviously strength. So just 15 or 20 minutes, a couple or two to three times a week is all that you need, but you need to make sure that you do it. And when Elizabeth and I look at the run videos from our athletes and then from the uh, train like a mother athletes, the number one thing we see is lack of strength, hmm. lack of, you know, hips are dropping, uh, feet are flaying out. Um, that just shows the glutes are weak. So there's just so many little things that, that you can improve your running, your cadence will improve, your form will improve. If you have a stronger core, your glutes are firing a little bit better. So do those circuits and do that strength because honestly, and, and it's the number one uh, injury prevention that we can, we can do to keep yourself injury free, but just adding just a little bit of strength. Nice. And um, so there are strength circuits twice a week in this program, just so you all know. Um, and then the other extra is that these two amazing coaches um, are around the Facebook page. We'll have a private Facebook page for Love the Run too. Um, and they'll do a weekly Ask the Coach column. So any question you have about your training, about your feet flaying out, um, about you know Newton's other laws, Jen and Liz are here to answer them. <laughs> well, don't ask Liz about the Newton. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so then we also do webinars before each event. So like kind of pre-event webinars. Um, so you have, if you have a question about, you know, gear um, for, you know, a 24, for your 24 hours or, you know, how to, how to pace yourself in a stacked race or how to run a 5k PR in September. They, they are, you know, just wealth of knowledge. So um, you definitely have a lot of access to them. And then Sarah, I think we just have to take a minute to talk about our Ginzu knives um, because there are, it is really good swag. Like we're really happy with how everything turned out, right? It is. And we've had so much fun designing it. And, you know, I, I get all giddy. I'll, you know, occasionally check my email before I go out on a run. And so like this morning we got the PDF of the different bib designs. And I was just, I was on kind of a tight schedule this morning because I went grocery shopping before some business calls. And, and I was like, oh, but I got to post it and share with the team because I just love these bibs and I hope they like them. <laughs> and so, it's um, so funny. I will say I have noticed the only time that we get like emails from you, like prior to you starting your work day is when, <laughs> when it's gear. <laughs> I'm like, well, starting early today. I'm like, oh no, she's not. She's not touching anything else. That's hilarious because this morning after I did two of them, I forget what the other one was. Um, I was like, oh, that's good. They'll think I'm working extra early. <laughs> the jig is up. You see what I'm up to. So yeah, so, but there've been a lot of things to get excited about. I mean, there is the buff, which is our special, the limited edition, specially designed buff that, I drew, um, I tapped back into my eighth grade 
art class um, and remembered when I was first exposed to M.C. Escher um, and uh, that artwork that kind of looks like it's, uh, you know, pieces or, you know, it's like birds, but they're all interlocking. You realize, oh, look, they're, um, some are upside down, some are right side up. So we did that with the Love logo. It's super pretty. And so like in the current Love the final gift are a pair of gooder sunglasses that we designed. And so this time it's a buff because we figure the timing is great and we have a lot of buff fans on our team. So um, there's that. And then there is a lighted armband by 4ID. Um, and we were debating color yesterday of that. Um, and so- uh, Ideally, as if everything goes as planned, which you never know because sometimes things arrive on time and sometimes they don't um, <laughs> in these days, but um, that's gonna be kind of our virtual relay ba uh, baton mm -hmm. for the team relay in August. And then it will come in handy um, during the early morning runs when you're training and then also during that go long weekend. So mm -hmm. kind of multi-use, which I know we all love. Yes, yes, yes. And then, so um, in the first version of Love, we had four interlocking medals and which were very cool, but we decided, okay, we gotta do something different. And then, you know, I live in Oregon. So, you know, the kind of the, try to be a little extra earth friendly. So this time we're going with a wooden metal and no i did not get out there in a little wood shop and make all of them myself we found a professional um manufacturer of wooden metals and it looks really good it does not look like a beaver made it um it is very polished looking <laughs> and then we'll get um as well you'll probably we'll be getting um some goo products some noon uh and other fun stuff along the way so again you'll get a couple packages like you have in love the run 1.0 to kind of keep you guys motivated and, and having fun and um you know who doesn't love a mailbox that doesn't have you know flyers or bills in it right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so awesome so well all right well if we have sold you on the love the run you're with 2.0 to register for it take that final step to register for it um it just opened on monday head on over to trainlikeamother.club click on the stacked hamburgers we call it menu at the top left and choose virtual race series you'll find all the details there including photos of all this stuff we've talked about there might be a whole bunch of merch there too um and then that's where you're able to sign up again head to trainlikeamother.club click on the virtual race series um, um before we let liz and jen go i'm just curious are you guys gonna do any i know you're gonna coach which is a big deal i mean that's a, that's an overarching job but um do you want to be on my team relay or anything <laughs> <laughs> no pressure no pressure <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Can I swim? Just kidding. Yes. Yes. Dimity, put it together. All right. Maybe we'll make it. I'm not going to speak for Elizabeth, but I'll speak for myself. I'll do something as long, but no, no, um, go long. No, no, this, I, I need my beauty sleep. Yeah. Okay. Nothing so over far, the top. Yeah. Okay. That, that's the team. That's the team we're going to be on the no go long team. <laughs> yeah. No go long. That's what that's, let's do a no go long team. Right. <laughs> you Liz can you can I know you don't exercise in a flock now I know that about you but can you be part of a would you be part of a virtual team I, as long as we keep our distance yes okay <laughs> like, as long as I can stay on my island of Liz and do my running yes <laughs> no yeah uh, nothing long I don't want to go fast I don't want to go long I'm not running in the middle of the night <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm in support of all those things if that's what people enjoy but personally I'm you know you're is there a three mile, a two mile option <laughs> of one mile? Elizabeth is doing, 
Elizabeth is doing, uh, we have a challenge for our folks this year, or this month of 100 by, I'm sorry, 100,000 K of swimming. Oh, 100,000 wow. yards of swimming. Wow. Um, for the for 30 days. So she's she's passionate about that goal. And Dimity, we cannot get involved with with deterring her from that goal. Oh, wow. Oh, fine, though. How many, I'm uh, just kidding. we have to, I have to ask about this then. How many days a week do you swim, Liz? And so what's a typical workout for you? And, and as a side note, are you swimming in a pool or is this open water? So pool. So around here, I'm really lucky. I have a friend who has a pool. I have a neighborhood pool and my gym finally opened. So the pool issue is not an issue for me and I can mm. go as long as I want. I mean, when you think about it, I'm going to say a month for this case is 31 days, which comes out to be 3,200 yards a day, which for a non-swimmer, that sounds like a lot, but we're talking less, far less than an hour of swimming. So it's not like I'm in the water for two hours. It's really not that much. And like yesterday, you swim I fast. You swim fast. Oh I mean, my gosh. Sure, for a fake swimmer, I swim fast. But um, but really, I mean, it's when you're. I enjoy swimming, and I came to it as an adult, which means there's hope for anyone out there. But um, it's it's kind of like. When you do something like that, it, it could be like any of these races for people. There's very few times when you can still do something for the first time as an adult. And especially when it comes to like this endurance stuff, you know, it's like, yeah, I can go run an ultra marathon and probably hurt myself along the way. But when you look at something like swimming a lot as an adult, it's, it's not, it's really not, it's like very low risk of injury. Mm -hmm. And right now for me, it's very low investment of my time and I get away from my kids for 45 to 50 minutes. So, um, so it's fun. I've actually done it before. I did it back in February and I loved it. And Jennifer was there with me. We did our, my last swim together. And it was wow, right really before we got, that, wait, wasn't your last swim when we were in yes, the Hilton, Hilton Head? Yeah. Hilton, 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 Hilton Head. Yeah. yeah. That, was that was the last time we swam almost, 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 almost. Yeah. Yeah. So I enjoyed it and there's what? nothing else. There's no races. There's nothing else going on. So I wanted a goal that would, Kind of, kind of, I mean, it still scares me. It's still a lot of swimming, you know, but, um, yeah, hey, but you got, you got two extra days than you did in February, you know, 31 <laughs> yeah. days this month. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> wow. There, because it has crossed my mind because I'm not running at all. So we will, we'll do a team relay. We're going to do some kind of fun, you know, um, if you are injured and want to come in and feel like you're going to be, um, okay to do some of the other stuff that is later in the fall, um, as the running part, you know, join team in it for fun and have a good time. Um, you know, maybe we'll have a couple, we'll have a couple alternative relays. Like Liz swims for an hour and covers half the Pacific open ocean. <laughs> I um, bike for an hour and go half the distance that Liz does. And then Jen will bike and swim together or something. I don't know. I want Jen to rollerblade. <laughs> you can have me to rollerblade all the time. Don't get me started. I loved it. I don't have my, anymore i had to retire at some point oh my gosh i have uh, the friend who i mentioned in san francisco she wore a pair of skates that when when dimity and i were both freelance writers that i did a review of inline skates and so she was one of my testers and so she kept them and i mean they are more than two decades old oh my gosh wow those wheels still spin though I'll i just want to wear the leg warmers <laughs> <laughs> and the um unitard uh-huh yeah yep. and the neon pink hot pants yeah. <laughs> all right we could fashion the love buff in a certain way so it looks like a sweatband for you yeah yes yeah. yes 
Yes. Oh, that's our relay. That's our relay uniform. <laughs> there we go. There we go. And, yeah, the, and the, so many good ideas like on this podcast. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I think we do have to wrap it up though. So um, thank you for joining us, ladies. No. Our podcast today was produced in Portland, Oregon by Alex Ward from Sounds Like Pictures. Many happy miles. I'll love the run we're with. <laughs>